The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advice offered through Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio Show. Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management has offices in Bend, Eugene, and John Day, serving clients from all over the Northwest. Give us a call today for your free retirement review. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. If you'd like to sign up for our e-newsletter, Josh and I do uh, a video in the middle and end of every month. We did one last week where we talk about what's going on in the capital markets, especially, I mean, most, we do the video for our clients and we send it to our clients, but you can get added to the list. So we, we talk about what the market is doing, especially as it relates to their portfolios. Uh, but if you want to get added to the list and that's the only thing we'll send you, we send it via email, go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com and just say, add me to your e-newsletter list and we'll get that to you in the middle and end of every month. Uh, Josh, uh, sent me this this week and I thought it was quite clever so I thought we'd do it on the show um, and, and Josh did this with his son which is pretty funny too but life is like a marshmallow test for adults and I'll explain what a marshmallow test is in a second uh, the longer you can delay what you want and stay focused on th doing things that will make your life better a year or five down the road the more successful you'll be so I feel like the American way now is I can't wait. There's delayed gratification has been lost. And, uh, you know, when I think about people, my generation and younger, the idea of delayed gratification is something very foreign to them, especially Josh's generation and the one below him. It's like, nope, I want the SUV now. I want the trip to Hawaii now. I want the boat now. I want the whatever now. And uh, that mindset, uh, you know, leads to, not necessarily the most success over time, especially for our country. Uh, but the marshmallow test um, is, you know, they put a kid in a room, uh, you know, in a room just at a table, and they put the marshmallow in front of the kid, and they say, uh, if you don't eat this marshmallow, I'll be back in whatever, two minutes, and you can have two marshmallows. And so, you know, it's sort of this IQ test slash personality test where they, and they have the camera on the kid for the minute or two minutes, and a minute doesn't sound like a long time, but when you put a marshmallow in front of a four-year-old, uh, for the four-year-old, it feels like an eternity. So Josh and his wife did it with their two-year-old, uh, and it's maybe the funniest video in the history of the world, but the good news is Grayson passed the test, and he didn't eat it. <laughs> and when his mom came back, she get, she gave him almost he, Almost grabbed it. He almost <laughs> grabbed it. He, put his, he hovered his hand over it. And then he took it away. And then he scarfed the two. Well, he got, I forget what they were. but Sugar he, nuts. Sugar nuts. And in, in he ate them in maybe a half a second. He's, uh, the apple doesn't fall far from Josh's tree. <laughs> yeah, the, my marshmallow test is out there in the parking lot. <laughs> Get reminded of every time we record this show. <laughs> okay, you're not going to touch that one. Um, so uh, let's assume you invested $5,000 in the S&P 500 in 1994, uh, and then $500 a month thereafter. So again, $5,000 in the S&P in 1994, and then 500 bucks a month thereafter. By March of 2009, you would have made $96,000. You are sorry, your your market value would be $96,000. Uh, sorry, I screwed this totally up. Uh, so let me start over. Let's assume you invested $5,000 in the S&P in 1994 and you invested 500 bucks a month thereafter. By March of 2009, so remember March of 2009 when the market hit its low during the global financial crisis, your total contributions <coughs> would be a $96,000 market value. Uh, this doesn't make any sense, so I'm just going to scrap it. Sorry, my bad. It, mm -hmm. it made sense when I printed it off, but maybe in the next segment. Uh, I can revive it after I spend some time between br the break sorry. looking at it. Sorry, listeners. Yeah, sorry. A lot uh, of this is just off the cuff. <laughs> <laughs> or I printed it off, and it made sense when I read it. But yeah. Um, so we did this. We talked about this last week, but I wanted to bring it up again because it's frustrating me beyond belief because there's so many lazy financial advisors, lazy and or greedy uh, financial advisors in our business, and they are always looking for uh, market 
moving events as an opportunity to enrich themselves and not actually do their job. So hopefully if you listen to our show, you know that uh, making money in the stock market is really a relatively simple thing. It's time in the market in high quality, low cost investments and just sticking with that plan and dollar cost averaging if you're still in the accumulation phase and putting your head down and knowing that bear markets are going to happen but not doing anything dramatic when those things happen. Um, and so that's that's what we think, and we know that to be true, and, and the data supports us. But here's what happens. We get market volatility, sell-offs in the market, and obviously the asset management f- companies out there, the mutual fund companies, the annuity companies, they all come up with what they call solutions for financial advisors and their clients. Uh, instead of saying, this is the reason you need to stay invested, here's all the data that supports why you need to stay invested, this time isn't different, they come up with these products that are very good for the people that are selling them and the people issuing them. And so annuities is in that category. And if you look at the data in the annuity world, Limra is the company that tracks it. Uh, in the fourth quarter of last year, uh, annuity sales more than doubled in just the fourth quarter. Uh, and for the full year, annuity sales were 70% higher than they were in 2021. And so far in 2023, we're on track uh, to be even higher again. So annuity sales are off the charts again. And so um, this company, Investment News, study, uh, asked a bunch of financial advisors. They did a poll of financial advisors. And they, and they said, well, what are the reasons that you're selling annuities more than ever right now in your practice? Uh, and 60% of these buffoons said equity market environment. And I said to myself, well, what is the equity market, what is what's happening in the equity markets have to do with what you're putting your clients in? Uncertainty. Isn't it the same always? Like, if stocks go down, don't, doesn't that make equities more attractive? <laughs> uh, instead, it's like, no. It makes preying on uncertainty more attractive. That's, that's the reality. And so, you know, if, if that's what's really happening, because here's here's the reality about being in our world. The only thing that makes Josh and I change our client's asset allocation is their life circumstances, not the market, the life circumstances of the individual, meaning they're getting closer to retirement and we need to take some risk off the table or, w- or whatever it is. But we're not we're not selling any of our clients product like all of our clients have the same answer from an investment perspective and in that they should own low-cost, high-quality index funds. Every single one of them, whether you're 8 or 80, the, you know, their mix is going to be different, but that's, the, that's it. I mean, that's the magic silver bullet. It's not, it's not, it's not an annuity with guarantees. Uh, it, it, it's staying invested in high-quality, low-cost uh, index funds or ETFs. And so, um, th- you know, the other thing that's happening right now is people, uh, insurance salesmen and women are doing what's called a 1035 exchange. And so if you have a taxable, you know, a non-qualified annuity that if you surrendered it and took the money out, you'd have to pay taxes, uh, they can do an 1035 exchange into another annuity that is a non-taxable event. Um, and so what is happening right now in this space is that they're offering you know, annuities have surrender penalties if you get in them. And so if you go into an advisor's office, a new advisor, and you have an annuity that you bought maybe two years ago or three years ago, they can't move you out of that without you paying a penalty, a surrender penalty. So they say to you, well, to offset that surrender penalty, I found this great company over here that offers a bonus. They'll give you a bonus. They'll give you a 7% bonus for you to move that, your account over. What they don't tell you is they just extended your surrender period by nine years and uh, they're going to get paid this huge commission. So these things are called 1035 exchanges. Um, you know, if, if you bought an annuity from someplace else and you move it to a, a, a new advisor, that new advisor is not getting paid on that annuity. So they say to themselves, how can I make this a productive asset for me, not for the client, but for me, the advisor, and they do what's called a 1035 exchange into some other annuity so they can get paid again. And oftentimes it's done with a moving you into what's called a bonus product, uh, which is I don't even understand how the insurance commission allows this to happen because it's like, uh, you know, they're literally bending their clients over and it just, it's just so obviously a strong incentive for the broker to recommend switching to something that's more attractively priced for the broker. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So just be very careful when, when we get market volatility, uh, you know, they have dinners at the river house and dinners at you know, all these different places. They're not how they want to meet you, right? They want, they want to come in have you buy you a steak and sell you product 
I'm sorry. I mean, you might have a great personality, but they want to prey on you. So just be very, very careful. All right. If you want to be part of the program, you have a question or a comment, or you're one of these annuity salespeople, we'd love to hear from you. Call us 877-670-7117, or you can always email us by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. This is Kerwin with Midstate Power Products in Redmond. At Midstate Power Products, you'll find a complete line of Kubota tractors for sale. Kubota is renowned for its compact and subcompact tractors, ag tractors, RTVs, and construction equipment for any job site. Midstate Power Products is here to help with the right equipment for the right job. Stop into Midstate Power Products in Redmond now to get zero down, 0% APR for 84 months on select new compact tractors. Now through June 30th, see us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more details. Today I'll get a workout in at the fitness center. Tomorrow, maybe some rafting on the Deschutes River. Or I could go for a swim and spend the afternoon by the pool. It's pretty easy to fill your calendar when you live the life you love at Stonebriar. Walk the nature trails at Pilot Butte, or maybe give Tracy a call. We can go shopping in Bend on Saturday. Sunday, read a book on the deck. And after an active day outside, you come home to gorgeous resort-style one, two, or three-bedroom apartments with cook's kitchens, spacious bath, full-size washer and dryers, computer labs with free internet, covered parking, and... My fur babies. Pets allowed. Stonebriar is currently accepting applications. Their beautiful landscape grounds feature two clubhouses and are on Highway 20 near 27th and Bend. Google Stonebriar Apartments for details. Stonebriar, professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. Stonebriar Apartments. The best of resort living. You know, a lot of people like this time of year. Everything's greening up. I'm with you. It feels like it's all new again. And Wilson's Spring Savings Event is the perfect time to take a little green and renew some of those tired-looking rooms in your home. Yeah. A little green for a lot of new. Right now, Wilson's has special prices on quality handmade Amish furniture and bedroom sets. Stressless or the unmatched style of leather Italia. We've got great deals on Englander and luxury heirloom mattresses. Plus, an impressive selection of furniture made in Oregon. Just like spring, our sale won't last forever. Hurry in for best selection. Free delivery and special 0% financing available. See store for details. The Spring Savings Event. Sale ends Memorial Day. At Wilson's of Redmond. This is a big one. We've got the furniture and mattress for you. Bringing in that spring feeling since 1962. Trex Transcend Lineage Decking from Building Solutions reflects the sun and your sense of style. Designed with heat-mitigating technology, it's literally Trex's coolest decking yet. Stop in on Trex Wednesdays and let your local Trexperts help you plan your new Trex deck. Purchase your new Trex deck on Trex Wednesdays and receive free hidden fasteners, plus free delivery on Friday. Every Wednesday is Trex Wednesday, only at Building Solutions in Bend and BuildingSolutionsBend.com. Trex Lineage and Building Solutions, literally cooler. Financial Focus Radio Show is online all the time via iTunes, Spotify, and Spreaker. Catch past shows online or by finding us on iTunes. Hey, welcome back to Financial Focus Radio. Thanks for joining us. My name is Tyler Simonis. That guy over there is Josh Spicoli Finelli, and we appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us here on Financial Focus Radio. Uh, if you would like to sign up for a free retirement review, one of us will give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call the office to get it scheduled. The number is 800 or go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. 
send us an email. Uh, so this comes from the Wall Street Journal titled The Disappearing White Collar Job. If you look at uh, changes in wages paid to employees uh, April this April compared to last April, it's pretty interesting to see where the increases are. You know, the increases are coming in tourism, construction, sports and recreation, uh, facilities. Uh, so these are, you know, historically not the best paying jobs. And we're seeing increases there, which is great. Uh, but they're, you know, not m- m- economy moving uh, increases. No, and then a, when you see that the physical decreases economy. are coming in real estate, accounting, uh, professional services, insurance and finance. Um, it's very interesting. You know, a lot of times we get the data, this big data dump of like the labor market or, or the real estate market or whatever market we're, we're, we're looking at. Uh, and then when you look a little bit closer and under the covers, it tells a, a totally different story. So, um, you know, I guess it's good that their wages are going up in the lower income spectrums, but um, <laughs> that group hasn't seen wage increases since Bill Clinton, real wage increases since Bill Clinton was president. So it's about time. Um, and then this was interesting. Josh sent me this. Uh, this comes uh, from, I'm not sure where this comes from, but uh, in uh, this is number of existing homes for sale in the United States. Uh, versus number of real estate agents in the United States. <laughs> there's <laughs> there's seven million real estate agents in the United States, and there's four million houses for sale. <laughs> there's three million more real estates than houses for sale in the United States. I don't know if I was a real estate agent and not very good at it. I might try to do something else because this math is <laughs> not good. And I don't know why I find this so funny, but it's just it just shows you whenever you have like this boom in any industry or, or, or uh, you know, obviously we saw the real estate market on fire due to free money uh, for the last five years. And obviously everybody that, um, you know, thought, hey, I can go sell houses. And instead of being an Uber driver, I'm going to sell houses and or I'll do both maybe. Well, that number in is, you know, you think about Central Oregon specifically and the percentage of people in the, that uh, profession relative to the population compared to the national level it's uh, it is crazy yeah man only the housing chart only it's only up and to the right you know how that goes you want to know what the top what the median the meat i'm if uh the median realtor income is something or is something i'd be really interested in you mean in ben yeah yeah well if you took out the outliers then i'd be interested in that right take out the top five percent and the bottom five percent and then look at it and that would be interesting we I gotta, mean, nationally, it'd be interesting too. Find, it's not as yeah. We got to find that one. Yeah, next show. Stick. Oh, I forgot to, I forgot to figure out what that, what I was trying to talk, say in the last segment. But I'm probably better off that we don't try to figure it out. Okay. So we last week we talked about international investing, and I thought we'd bring it up again because uh, one of the things that Josh and I uh, think that we should be doing as part of the, the program is, is talking about parts of the market uh, where. We don't see much exposure in portfolios when we do our free retirement reviews, but where we feel like there's lots of opportunity and we feel like there should be exposure for a lot of reasons, one of them diversification, but also uh, performance because uh, people tend to buy what's done well in the relative short short period of time. And, um, you know, there's always this reversion to the mean. So if you listen to our show, you know, we've talked a lot about uh, U.S. small cap and mid cap stocks. So small companies and medium sized companies. Uh, And one of the parts of the markets that that's been overlooked for a long, long time for good reason is international investing, investing outside of the United States. And we are proponents of obviously having a big chunk of your money here in the United States. Right. I mean, when we build our asset allocation, it's still. Uh, definitely tilted towards having U.S. Uh, stocks in our portfolios for our clients, um, but we don't overlook international investing. And you know, a lot of people probably don't know this, but if you look at the trailing one-year performance, international has started to have some outperformance. And we believe that this is literally the beginning of uh, of that probably being a, a more pers- consistent theme going forward. And it has a lot to do with the fact that, like, we, you know, in investing, if you look at, there's historically always reversions to the mean. Um, And most people don't know this, but the performance since the early 70s of U.S. stocks and international stocks has been about the same. Um, And so, you know, when you take into account the fact that U.S. stocks have outperformed uh, international markets now for 15, 16, 17 years, pretty dramatically – uh, if their performance over time is very similar, then we're going to have to have some 
outperformance of an international, and it has to be pretty dramatic. And so some of the things I thought where I would tell you the reasons why is, is valuations, right? So we look at the U.S. stock market, and we know uh, there's a lot of stocks in the market that are quite expensive, and we look overseas, and a lot of those names are quite cheap. Some for good reason, but maybe some not. Um, it, so if you look at just individual companies, if you look at Apple, Apple's trading at 30 times earnings. Uh, Samsung, Samsung, its uh, non-U.S. rival, is trading at 20 times earnings. Uh, J.P. Morgan Chase is trading at 10 times earnings. BNP Paribas is six and a half times earnings. Procter and Gamble. 25 times earnings for a 2% grower uh, versus Unilever, 17 times earnings. Hershey's uh, trading at 30 times earnings. Nestle trading at 20 times earnings. Eli Lilly, 40 times earnings. AstraZeneca, 17 times. So, you know, you can go on and on, uh, but you look at the multiples uh, here, you know, the price to earnings multiples of the U.S., you know, the U.S. stock market is trading at over 20 times earnings, depending on how you look. The 15-year average for the U.S. stock market is 15 times earnings. Developed international markets are trading at 12 times earnings. Emerging markets are trading at 11 times earnings. So if you just look at it purely from a valuation standpoint, uh, international stocks are cheaper, right? So you would tend to think that there is some downside protection by them being cheaper, but also probably more upside uh, going forward uh, than in the, the U.S. The outperformance has been pretty pronounced, too. I mean, since the lows in middle of September, uh, you know, when the recession fears were probably peaking, international stocks have more than doubled the, the performance of the S&P 500. So... And when you look at periods, um, uh, you know, where, where we saw inter- the this, this sort of it switch from U.S. outperformance to international, the setting is pretty similar to where we are now. So the last time we saw it was, was after the tech telecom media bubble collapsed. You know, you remember the, in the late 90s, early 2000s, we saw, uh, you know, U.S. stocks sell off sharply. Uh, but international, actually, if it was in your portfolio, how, did a good job of, of providing ballast and providing some uh, protection. And so, you know, the stage is pretty similar. You know, rates went up a bunch then, and like they are now. And and uh, international had some dramatic outperformance in the middle 2000s, and we feel like we're in the same place now. The only difference is, is it, this is the longest period of time where U.S. outperformed um, going back to the early 70s. So we've never had a, a period where U.S. outperformed for this long by this much. And so with, without, we, a mean, without a mean reversion. We, we bring it up because when we do our free retirement reviews, we never see meaningful exposure to international stocks and portfolios. Um, and that served you well. But we think we're in the beginning of a period when you need to have that exposure. We're not saying put 50% of your account. We're just saying have a, a meaningful exposure so uh, that if international does outperform, it can provide you some juice. And we don't, we're not saying this. We, we have this exposure all the time. Uh, but we, you know, we always on the show want to make sure that we're talking about asset classes that we don't see in portfolios that could definitely help uh, going forward. All right. Uh, if you want to be part of the program, give us a call, 877-670-7117. Or you can always email us, which is what most people do, by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. When we come back, we're going to talk about what you should be doing with your old retirement plans at work. So stick around. Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox. The short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on YouTube or NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com. Ready for real summer? Kick it off with Columbia Basin Exteriors Barbecue, Blues, and Whiskey Festival. Presented by Windermere Real Estate June 2nd and 3rd at the Deschutes County Expo Center. Nothing says summer like barbecue, tasty beverages, and good friends. Enjoy the headlining music of Joanna Connor and Gary Hoey. See and sample a pig roast, hot wings, and cornhole competition, and wash it down with a cold brew. And don't forget the whiskey. For tickets and info, go to centraloregonbbq.com. 
Sponsored by Chevrolet of Ben, Crater Lake Spirits, A Bliss CBD, LeafGuard, OregonHealthcare.gov, Oregon, National Solar, Tin Barrel Brewing, The Source Weekly, KTVZ News Channel 21, and this station. The Central Oregon Barbecue, Blues, and Whiskey Festival, June 2nd and 3rd at the Deschutes County Expo Center. Online at CentralOregonBBQ.com. Everyday value, warehouse prices, Cascade Mattress. Don't put off quality sleep any longer. It's time to replace that lumpy, worn-out mattress. Visit the sleep experts today at locally-owned Cascade Mattress and Furniture located in Bend or Redmond to take advantage of the kickoff to summer sale with savings up to $500 on Tempur-Pedic adjustable mattress sets. Save big at Cascade Mattress's kickoff to summer sale and get the best for less on top brands. Stearns & Foster, Sealy Hybrid, and Tempur-Pedic. Save up to $300 on America's number one mattress brand, Sealy. Get to Cascade Mattress today to save big. Don't miss the kickoff to summer sale going on now, where you can save up to $600 on Stearns & Foster, too. Visit CascadeMattress.com to see all the top brands. Everyday value warehouse prices, Cascade Mattress. In the Bend factory stores next to Nike and Columbia and downtown Redmond. See you tomorrow. An honest day's work? Well, that's just something we live by out here. But not Senator Tim Canope. He can't even be bothered to show up for work. You heard me right. Tim Canope has walked off the job, and it isn't the first time. We elected him to help our communities, right? But Tim Canope's political games are blocking the things we really need, like more affordable housing, drought and wildfire protection, overdose prevention. Our community is hurting. We need leaders who get stuff done, not shut things down. Lawmakers should show up, take votes, and make their voices heard. Make our voices heard. That's why voters passed a law just last year to crack down on walkouts like this. But Tim Canope, <laughs> he doesn't seem to care what we think. It's time for Tim Canope to get back to work. Want Senator Tim Canope to do his job? Call him at 503-986-1727. 503-986-1727. Paid for by Hold Politicians Accountable. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Sean, what are you doing? Get in my car. So why are you walking to work? <sighs> Thanks, man. It's these insanely high gas prices. They're draining my bank account. I can't afford to drive anymore. Dude, don't walk. Just do what I do because I never pay full price for gas anymore. I use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Oh, wait. You're telling me you get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code DOLLAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code DOLLAR. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account to PayPal or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code DOLLAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code Dollar. The mission is clear. Give honest, transparent analysis and actionable advice every week. Make sure to connect with us on YouTube and get our twice-monthly e-newsletter. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus. Uh, so there's a metaphor... Uh, it's called Fool in the Shower. What's the Fool in the Shower? Uh, it was attributed to Nobel laureate Milton Friedman, the economist, who likened a central bank that acted too forcefully to a fool in the shower. The notion that changes or policies designed to alter the course of the economy should be done more slowly rather than all at once. This phrase describes a scenario where central banks, such as the Federal Reserve, acts to stimulate or slow down the economy as we've been seeing on both sides. The expression is best summed up as uh, as a scenario when the central banks or governments overreact to swings in economic cycle and loosen monetary and fiscal policy too far and too fast without waiting to gauge the impact of their initial actions. When the fool realizes the water is too cold in the shower, they turn it 
turn on the hot water. However, the hot water takes a while to arrive, so the fool simply turns on the hot water all the way up, eventually scalding themselves. So Josh's generation probably doesn't know what this, or even people on the West Coast, but I grew up on the East Coast where this was a thing, where, you know, the hot water, cold water deal, like if somebody ran the faucet downstairs, you got burnt or it was freezing, but somebody, people of a certain age and older will know what I'm talking about. Um, and the analogy is, is a good one in that, you know, central banks are, re, you know, they have these tools that they pretend that are precise, that aren't precise at all, right? Because there's so many other factors that are involved that they don't have control over. And so there's a conversation on CNBC and all these channels, and even the central bankers themselves sort of talk about these tools like they're like, you know, they really, really know what they're doing and that there's these precise tools that they're working with. <laughs> It's just so not right. Did you see that Ben Bernanke interview where he was I talking did. about the revisions of uh, data? You know, when they revise, revise data that comes out from the BLS or whatever. And then he's like, and I was, he was uh, the understudy to Greenspan. And he's like, well, can we revise our interest rate decision? And they both just kind of laughed. And when you hear them talking about it anecdotally like that, you know that everyone's just winging it. Yeah, I mean, so... You know, uh, when they were talking about inflation being transitory, like central banks, you know, we have this idea that these people, you know, are going to save us and they're, they're Santa Claus and that they can fix everything. But, they're, you know, they're just sort of winging it, too. But unfortunately, their decisions have the Fed. The Fed listens to impacts. her from prior to the pandemic was, I think, one of the smarter ideas that they've had, which is going around and talking to used car salesmen and insurance agents and realtors and people across the United States and trying to get a better idea and get out of the hollowed halls. The of smartest the idea is, academia. This, is the central bank never being this important in our lives. That's, that was what should have happened. But We've crossed that Rubicon. This, the, the creature from Jekyll Island. So uh, I'm looking at a chart that comes from the Bureau of Economic Analysis, uh, looking at the personal savings rate here in the United States. Um, and it's crazy. You know, it's pretty straight line from 2000 to, to 2020. Uh, you know, personal savings didn't really change all that much. But obviously the pandemic hits and personal savings spikes because we couldn't it's send money and they were saving money uh, or sending us free money. Um, and then it's crazy to see really um, starting in the beginning of 2022, the savings rate. Is that a weekly time series? Because it's increased as of late, right? Yeah, it's increased briefly. I mean, it's increased a little that's bit, like the consumer, but it's still way below the trend line. But that's way, like way. the consumer sort of preparing for, you know, what? Uh, preparing for economic hardship. No, it means they're borrowing money to keep their spending. No, no, the savings rates increased of the last over the last few weeks. Yeah, yeah, but the but what this chart tells me is that the consumer, since the beginning of 2022, even even though it's like slowed down a little bit, they're still way below trend line. I know, but I mean the last. What I'm saying is like the last couple weeks of increased savings is showing. It's people, no savings. It's still it, people it's, putting it's spending on. Le You're missing the point. They're spending less money on credit now than they were. They're not saving anything. Fair, fair enough, but uh, yeah, okay. The, the, the I, saving, think, I think we can both be right here, but... Uh, the savings isn't happening. The spending is happening at a slower <laughs> pace on credit. That's all that's happening. The credit is being used less. I think my point is, still remains valid, but we, we can move on. That they're spending less on credit? <laughs> no, the, and they were saving money, less, and now they're not. Spending less on credit in the expectation of economic weakness. That, I think, is... But a, they're still spending money on credit. They're not saving money, is my point, okay. dumbass. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so a lot of you, this is crazy, crazy to me, but I guess, you know, I, I, I make assumptions about people's behavior that is always incorrect. And it's just like when I go to a doctor's office or a lawyer or a CPA, sometimes they are saying things that go over my head and it's because they do it every single day and I don't. And I, and I say, whoa, 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 hold on. I didn't go to law school. And so can you explain it to me in layman's terms? And so I make assumptions about what people understand or don't understand in our world, Josh and my world, the financial services world. And, and so um, this seems like to a no-brainer to Josh and I when we talk about it, but inevitably we get phone calls about it saying, wait, that's me. And so a lot of you have uh, old retirement plans at work. So you have a 401k, a 403b uh, that you, know, you worked at a company for a certain amount of years and you left the company and you left your retirement plan behind. And so um, I, I thought we'd talk about the different options you have. And of course, obviously you can leave it behind. You don't have to, you don't have to do anything. 
But I thought we'd talk about the choices that you actually have and maybe some rationale behind, behind some of them. Um, so the first one, of course, like I said, is you can leave it in your formal, former plan. Uh, the second one is you can roll that money into a new retirement account, an IRA. Uh, at, or, or, or Actually, so I should back up. You can roll that into your new employer plan, right? A lot of new your, your 401k, your new employer, or 403b, that, they allow that, uh, assuming they accept incoming transfers. Um, you can roll that 401k or 403b. B uh, or 457, whatever it is, into an individual retirement account. So you can roll that into an IRA uh, at a different firm. Or the, la- the last, I guess, is you could take the cash and pay the taxes and the penalties if you're under 59 and a half. So I guess what I would say is the reason, the first thing I'll tell you is that when I was in corporate America, the first thing I did when I left the company um, was that I also filled out the paperwork to roll my 401k into my Schwab account, into my brokerage account at Schwab. And the reason I did that uh, is because I I worked in financial services my whole career since college. And so you would think that the 401k plans at these companies would have great options within them. And the truth is that they didn't. They might have one or two good options and the rest were trash, Um, but they were in there because they were good for the company. And so um, you know, most 401k plans have 20 or 25 different investment choices, um, and there might be a couple good ones in there, but a lot of them aren't very good. And so the one, the one thing I'll say is they are getting better as sort of uh, fee compression is happening and, and there's been lawsuits. They are getting better, but they're still not as good as if you roll your money into like a custodian like a Schwab or Fidelity or wherever you invest where you have literally unlimited investment choices. So, um, you know, I, I think most 401ks, when I look at them, when Josh and I look at them, 403Bs, 401ks, they're very lacking in, in investment options, especially if you're getting close to retirement and need some bond exposure. Their bond exposure is sort of interest rate agnostic and has lots of interest rate risk. And so um, we just think like, wait a second, if you want to have control and really build an asset allocation that's appropriate for you, you probably need to do that outside your 401k. Uh, and so that's why we we think that you know people should be rolling you know, we're not saying you have to do it to a financial advisor, but if you want to give yourself lots of options and probably lower your costs, move it to a place where you actually invest the rest of your money um, because you're going to give yourself a lot more options. And so it's not that you can't leave it. It's not that it's the end of the world. It's just that, you know, why not give yourself the options that exist outside of the plan because Josh and I go through these plans and we say, okay, there's, you know, cause we help, we help people with their asset allocation inside of their retirement plans. And, you know, sometimes we really struggle with building an appropriate asset allocation for them because their fund choices are so terrible. Um, and so that's probably most likely you. And so the other thing is Josh and I see is we see like people have maybe three or four or 401ks still existing out there. Uh, and we can't figure that out. It's like, do you remember how, you know, it's four different logins, all that stuff. Just the, the consolidation of accounts into one place will make your life so even much on, easier. Even on the stock side, though, there's always like one major asset class that has even either like some totally deficient choice that's to- completely out of line with the otherwise pretty good option index, low cost options available within the plan. It's just like they're going down the menu and skipped one asset class. but Or they'll uh, have an asset class that's like actively managed that is a 2% fee or something. Just yeah, and, and the rest of them are all index-based, It's but it's pretty common to see that kind of stuff. And so just consolidate it somewhere else that you can get the full menu of available options available to you. All right, if you'd like to take one of us up on a free retirement review, one of us will give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call the office to get one of those scheduled, 800-743-0988, or you can email us if you go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. When we come back, we'll tackle your emails, so stick around. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. Disasters happen, and Oregon faces a range of disaster threats, including earthquakes, floods, and storms. 
You can prepare now by taking three important steps. Step one, contact your insurance company to make sure you have the right amounts and types of coverage. Step two, create a home inventory by taking photos or videos of your possessions in each room of your home. Step three, gather and make copies of important identifying and financial documents. Store them in the cloud or another secure location. These three actions can help you and your community be more resilient in the face of disaster. Be disaster ready by being insurance ready. Visit dfr.oregon.gov slash prepare now to learn how. This message brought to you by the Oregon Division of Financial Regulation, the Oregon Association of Broadcasters, and this station. Hey, honey, how was your day? Uh, Fine, I guess. The car wouldn't start. Had to call AAA for a new battery. Sounds wonderful. What? Also, heard from Miss Carlson, and Johnny isn't doing very well in social studies. What a little whippersnapper. For a better time, it's Widgee Creek Golf Club. Because when you have a tee time, almost nothing else matters. And right now, Widgee Creek is just $55 for spring golf anytime after 2 p.m. Now, if you're an early riser, play primetime golf for just $75 to play the 19-time winner of Central Oregon's favorite golf course. Of course, the Widgee Pass is still in effect. For just $129, you get member guest pricing all season long, and your USGA handicap is included. Tea times are available by phone or online at Widgee.com. Widgee Creek Golf Club. CCB number 69172. Sunset plumbing ruins leaks, so leaks don't ruin you. If you've got plumbing problems, residential or commercial, anywhere in Central Oregon, we're the best at taking care of you. Online at sunsetplumbingofben.com. To protect his family from disaster, Steve used his camera phone. Done. By taking pictures of his important documents, Steve can always have them stored online. Learn more simple disaster prep tips at ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Heart failure, carpal tunnel syndrome, shortness of breath, stomach issues lower back pain? How does it all add up? If you have heart failure and any of those seemingly unrelated symptoms sound familiar, it's time to talk with your cardiologist and get the full picture. They may add up to transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy. ATTRCM is a rare and underdiagnosed disease. Recognize the signs and discuss them with your doctor soon. Learn more at connectwithyourheart.com. That's connectwithyourheart.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. Hi, I'm Leslie for Strong of Bend. I am living proof that you can reverse your osteoporosis. I started with OsteoStrong in 2018, and as of my latest bone scan, I am osteoporosis-free. But I'm not quitting. I'm sticking with the program to keep building bone and to stay strong. OsteoStrong can help you with so many health concerns. I highly recommend them. Google OsteoStrong of Bend or give them a call. Mention you heard OsteoStrong on the radio and save 50% off your first month. Be better with OsteoStrong of Bend. Get your free retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Call us today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. We also uh, have an e-newsletter that Josh and I do in the middle and end of every month. It's a short video. Uh, where we talk about what's going on in the markets and we direct it sort of uh, to what, how that's going to affect our clients' money and their asset allocation. But anybody can be on the e-newsletter list. If you want to get added to that, go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Send us an email. Just let us know you'd like to be added to, your, to our e-newsletter list. So every other show or so, I bring this up um, because I, I think financial literacy is important and can have a huge impact on somebody's life being financial literate. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I will say my my son, I, I don't know how this happened, but he's taking a class at some high school uh, where they're learning about a lot of this stuff. And so I'm quite psyched that actually that is happening. And I, I you know, I saw there's a school in, in Barry, Vermont, where they're doing this stuff, too. And, and it's, inter- it's interesting for a lot of kids. And I know if I had had this as a class in high school, um, I would have loved it. And I probably would have found uh, my calling sooner. But um, there's a book out there written by a guy named John Lim. 
uh, LIM. He's, a, he's actually a doctor by training, an MD by training, but he wrote a book because he wanted to increase uh, young people's financial literacy. And the book is called How to Raise Your Child's Financial IQ, The Most Important Things. And so he was smart. He wrote the book uh, and made it short and, and sweet. It's 64 pages long. And so if you're a parent or grandparent, uh, I would urge you to get this for your kids and, and, and try to get them to read it, <laughs> plead with them to read it, because uh, that's one. I know this. There's like no way that can, you don't think this can be true. But being financially literate can have a giant impact on somebody's life over their lifetime, uh, just by understanding simple, simple, basic things uh, that maybe you take for granted, but can have a huge impact. So again, uh, how to how to raise your child's financial IQ? The most important things. John Lim, L I M. Uh, all right, let's tackle some emails. We got an email from Jan. Jan says, I've been debating whether to pay off my mortgage. I've refinanced at 2.375%. Obviously, did that a while ago. And can get a certificate of deposit uh, for a year at 4%. I was adding to my mortgage payment by about $1,000 a month to pay it off in seven years instead of 14. I want to retire in seven years. And, the, and though my Social Security will be around 3500 and my husband will still be working, I'm not sure if that is wise. So I think she's just trying to figure out if uh, buying the CD at 4%, there's like that arbitrage in there. I think that's what she's trying to figure out, if that's the right decision. Yep. Um, Well, one thing I'll tell you, Jan, um, is that not having an alligator to feed, a big alligator to feed uh, when you retire can be helpful, meaning in this case, the alligator is your mortgage. And so... Um, you know, I'm, I'm okay. Josh and I are okay with mortgage debt. It's not one of those things that's awful, especially when it's 2.375%. Um, and so, you know, you, you, one thing you can say is you can do the math and you can say, okay, if I buy this CD at 4% or some safe investment that pays me somewhere in the neighborhood of 4%, um, it's not in my house. I keep paying my mortgage and I'm not paying extra on my mortgage. Um, that money is always there, uh, as sort of my trump card to be able to pay off the mortgage at any time. Right. Uh, but if I if I keep paying in the mortgage, I'll still have that money and that money will be growing. And so um, but you're going to retire uh, with a mortgage still. And so you have to decide yourself. Uh, yes, financially, if you just do the math, buying the CD, you're going to come on ahead. You're not going to come out way ahead after you figure in taxes, uh, but you're going to come out ahead. Um, I, you and know, we really understand the debt aversion that a lot of people have out there. And that's something that is a really common thing, is particularly amongst older demographics. And, you know, the the idea of b- not having uh, alligators to feed when you get to retirement uh, means that, you know, y- you're in a better spot, you know, to be able to just live on your Social Security if you need, need to. So, um, you know, eliminating debt in any de- – when you get to retirement can have a big, big impact just, on I think depending on the broader context of your financial situation, and we see this among some clients, is they're house rich and liquidity poor. And that's another thing that you need to take into consideration. Right. Okay. This person doesn't say who the doesn't say who it is. Uh, it says I'm in my late 30s, so I know I should look at this environment as an opportunity to buy at lower prices. <laughs> but I'm sick of the bear market. I got caught up investing in tech in 2020 and 2021, so I'm down way more than the S&P. I'm probably down 30 plus percent from previous highs. It would help to hear your best and worst case scenarios between. New all-time highs this year and the 1970s environment we, where we go sideways for years to come. Well, you're not going to want to hear Josh's answer, but I'm going to let you have. I'm going to let him say it anyway. <laughs> what do you think my answer is? Uh, that you think we're going to have the latter, the sideway, sideways stagnation. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, aren't we already in like year, almost year two of it? Yeah, that's he's sick of this person's sick yeah. of the bear market. I just don't think. No, but this is this person's talking like you know from 1972 to 1982, the Dow went from a thousand to a thousand. It did nothing yeah, for no, a decade. I, I know, but remember, and this is important, and it brings us back to a prior segment where we talked about asset allocation and your asset allocation being responsible for more than nine tenths of your total return over time as an investor, and that's that. There's definitely asset classes within the stock side of your portfolio that have historically done well in periods of high inflation or sec, you know stagflation if you will and you yeah know. so look at the 70s period and look at 
you know, international, look at small cap. There were there are asset classes that did well during that period. Yes, the S&P or the Dow did terrible during that period. But if you're in an asset location, you actually made some money. Um, the other thing I'd say is, you know, I don't know that I think it's going to be, a, you know, the central banks in the, around the world here in the United States, especially, uh, they're bubble creators. And so I, I well, I like to think they're, they're going to be grownups this time. I just think that we're probably going to have some next thing that's going to propel the economy forward. That's probably not going to be real. Uh, and so just the lesson you need to learn is that uh, you need to build a durable portfolio for all markets uh, and not get caught up in the FOMO, the fear of missing out game. So that that'd be the biggest lesson you should learn is that build a durable portfolio that's going to last in, in the test of time. Um, so we got an email. Uh, this is a good one. Uh, this comes from Greg. It seems like every time I look at a website dedicated to investing or financial planning, there's an inevitably an article titled the 10 best growth or value stocks to own for the long term. Do those articles have any merit? Why are they written best, Greg? So, uh, Greg, the first thing we tell you is that um, we don't think they have merit because we don't think any individual investor should be buying individual stocks. And so uh, we feel like all of them should be indexing. Uh, and, and so that they're taking that uh, out of the equation. It's so funny. If you look at in any given day, you just typed in 10 best growth stocks for the long term and you looked at all. The, the, there wouldn't be much overlap. Uh, and so or if they are, they're going to be names that you know, are no brainers. And so I don't think they have any merit. Um, they, they're written because they're good clickbait and you click on them and a lot of other people do <laughs> and put them in their portfolios. All right. That is our show this week. Thanks for joining us. Remember, buy low, sell high. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to partners of Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management on the radio show, financial focus remember you can email or call with your questions anytime during the week visit northwestquadrantwealth.com for more information see you next week on financial focus any opinions expressed herein are given in good faith and are subject to change without notice and are only correct at the stated date of issue. Past performance is not always indicative of future results. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Securities, financial instruments, or strategies mentioned may not be suitable for all investors. Prices, values, or income from an investment mentioned in this report may fall against the interest of the investor, and the investor may get back less than the amount invested. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and is not intended as a recommendation of particular securities, financial instruments, or strategies to you. Before acting on any recommendation on this material, you should consider whether it's suitable for your particular circumstances and, if necessary, seek professional advice.